Hey, Twisted listeners. Hey, everybody. Oh, my gosh. So we did it. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We we weren't we weren't going to. We were. We weren't. It was a yes. um absolutely confusing situation for us. But we went ahead and released it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's so, what. Here's what. Here's what. So Jen and I really wanted to release this episode, but then we had a little here the perfect marriage episode. That yes, one. the one that that was just released. So, um, I I didn't. I felt badly because we critiqued it as if we were, if you've heard it, like high school teachers or just any kind of writing teacher, just Mm -hmm. giving Geneva a few pointers and stuff. So what I did is I reached out to Geneva Rose, who is the author of that book, and said, hey, what's up? We critiqued your book, Twisted Teachers Podcast. um, And I want to let you know before we release it, but we'd really, really like to have you on the podcast so that we can discuss some of the questions we had as we were critiquing the book. And on her and website, we were even yeah, we were even willing to not release the episode if she had come onto our podcast and we had a conversation. Well, yeah, and so uh, we had yet to hear from her because on her website it says she reads all the emails, but she doesn't necessarily answer them all. Anyway, that's what we did, and uh, I've been nervous about it, but hopefully, um, we'll see how it does. Yeah, I I think that it's going to go one of two different ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't even know what those two different ways are, but it's going to go some direction. It, it definitely, definitely is. So that and we, Geneva, we if you are listening to this now, we would still welcome a conversation with you. We'd See, love to talk to you. I don't take it. Like the, the reason I, like my final decision was the, the amount of crit- criticism I got on my draft of my, my first draft of my book was, it was hurtful. Like it hurt, but we weren't anything like that. We were very like, um, you know, like just logically t- discussing maybe different ways the story could have been told as you, you know, because you've already listened. And if you haven't, you can go back and listen. Do you have any um, updates on your life? Yes. My dad is officially divorced. He's going to be gone by March 10th. My stepmother has been coming by asking my brother who's living there to do certain chores for her. No, thank you. She, ro- I... she rolled up in there with a U-Haul and because she's moving some of her daughter's shit up into the house. My dad doesn't know. Um, she got the car. She got the house. My dad is going to take just a few things to New Jersey with him. Um, she asked my brother to take stuff to Goodwill. He said, no, hell no. She asked David to help her move all the shit out of the U-Haul. And he said, no, hell no. She, um, he's supposed to be transferring funds and she wanted him to do a different way than the divorce decree. And he said, no, hell no. My dad had dinged the car that she now has. that is now in her name. And she wanted my dad to pay the thousand dollar deductible to get it fixed, to get it fixed. And my brother's like, it's your car now. Like, I don't work for you. I don't know why you're getting this, you know, this vision is right. this notion that I'm going to do shit for you. It is skewed. Do you think we had a, a relationship, but. It was really, our relationship was really based on the fact that you were married to my father. And if you're no longer married to my father, that relationship is pretty much null and void. So I did, in my world, watching my dad as upset as he is and sad after a little bit of wine. Now, let me give you a back backstory that my stepmother has a thing for tassels, loan tassels, like tassels, like, like you would see, like, I guess, what do you say? On, on the graduation On a graduation cap, cap yeah. Randomly placed all over the house. There were 17 in the bathroom. All they're different on bottles, colors, all different colors. They're on statues. They're on the the lampshades. They're on. They're hanging from the curtains that already have like tassels on them. 
they're hanging from the the light fixtures. You know, that's so when you're just, that's an when you're talking uh, an to somebody overabundance of tassels. Right. You're talking to someone at the at the, you know, breakfast table and there's a tassel. And so I I borrowed I removed some tassels because I wow. thought they needed to be removed and I'll well, never see, after the 3rd of March I'll never see that house again. I've seen it for 41 <laughs> years. My dad'll never see it. I would say that maybe those tassels just meant a lot to you and yeah. you removed them as a memento. They're a memento in a big ass Tupperware that we have maybe some plans for later. You are you gonna like you should video you setting the tassels on fire. Yep. I had Ooh. a couple of friends ask me about the fire. Um, nice. But I did. There's video of me like snip snipping all over the house and I giggle every time I see it because um it it I will send it to you because I trust you because if it's in the wrong hands, it's somebody can be like, Oh, I hate Kim, I'm mad at her. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go make this tassel video viral. Oh yeah. Yep. I promise I would do nothing with your tassel video. I know. I um, will um let's see. So this past week I traveled to Philadelphia for work and um it was great seeing like I see these people every day on Zoom. Like some of these people are like my best friends in the world because I talk to them every day at work. And it was so cool to be like in the same room. Um, we learned a lot of stuff and I won an award. You did. I did. I won an award. I won Rookie of the Year. So I guess the quote unquote best performing SDR who had been there for less than a year. So That is amazing. Of course you yep. did. Teachers do have transferable skills. You just can't go around being like, because I was a teacher, I can do anything because people hate that. So you have to figure out how the skills transfer and just sell that, not the. How many teachers do you think won an award this last week? As a teacher, probably not None. very many, but mm -hmm. as in other roles that after they've left teaching, probably a few. Yeah, you're one of them. So I, I, I didn't. Ironically, the SDR of the year. Um, what does SDR stand for? Sales development representative. Oh, okay. So the SDR of the year was a teacher. She, I mean, she's been out of education for a, a longer than I was, but she was a music teacher, and she won. And I very kindly told her that I'm coming after her award next year. I bet she you said, get it too. It. And don't you get like a, a neon sign? I do. Mm -hmm. So when I first started at Phenom. I noticed in the background of some Zooms, these really cool fluorescent signs that said Phenom. They're my favorite color. They're like turquoise. And I'm like, I want one of those. And basically, I found out that you have to win one of those. So oh. I did. I'm so excited to get the sign. Well, I, I can't wait to see it in the backdrop when we do podcasts. Um, yes. The other thing I found my crepey skin but i don't know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know Kim that has issues with her crepey skin um i found i if somebody on tiktok i'm sure organic rosehip seed oil and i've been putting it on my crepey skin like when i'm writing and i look down it looks like a a wrinkly old you know dried out piece of paper or like turkey cloth. hands it's disgusting I, I i'm like that's too. not my not that's as not much, me but i do have yeah the it, like the elasticity just, is just Freaking gone. I, I have no control over these things. And I know Jen's pinching her skin. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes down really slow. Yes. So um I just remember pinching my dad's skin 
me too and he i would like count how long it took for the skin i pinched to just like meld back into his hand skin like it was just it was just amazing i was actually thinking about my skin today because one of our trivia questions like in a game we played this past week was like that skin is your largest organ and like yeah. you sh- if you've ever taught like elementary school science you know that but i'm like i really need to take better care of my skin so where did you get your rose hip oil is it an amazon purchase it's all, it's all amazon mm-hmm. pura d apostrophe or or whatever i'll put it in show notes because sometimes like the the videos i do about shit i like you might like or they do pretty well because i have an amazon storefront and people are actually going to the shit really mm-hmm. that's super cool mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. get like so like let's say i go to your storefront and i buy this rose hip oil do you get like a little bit of money i do but i have to put it on there first it's not on there no but i mean like, yeah i get a little uh, commission so if i go buy you do a little yeah I had to get approved for it and stuff. Oh, like, so do you have to be an influencer to have a storefront? I don't know what you have to have. I had something. Did you have to share your TikTok and like all that stuff with them so that they knew? My links, I think. I don't know. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to monetize. Hopefully our Patreon will be up at some point. I'm thinking summer or maybe when we have a lull. We did have some people who said they wanted to participate in a book club with us. Some people said uh, in the summer and some yeah. people were like any freaking time. Yes. Yeah. So we, we want to so do that. And we um, actually have a, a book. I have not ordered it yet, but we have picked out a book. So um, what our book, book did we pick out? <laughs> we picked out Daffodil Hill, Uprooting My Life buying a farm and learning to bloom. So it's not really, it's not fiction. It is written by um, one of my, in my twenties, one of my dearest friends, her name, and she has the most badass name I've ever heard. Her name is Jake. Um, Her name is Jake Kaiser, but Jake stands for Julie Ann Kaiser. And she went by Jake, like I think maybe starting in high school or. That's cool. um, it was her initials J-A-K, and she's added the E on, obviously. Um, and she was one of my dearest, like, friends. And, she, she wrote- and so she wrote this book. So she was living the life in Tampa, Florida. She actually had um, a PR firm that she ran. She was, like, doing all the things, juggling drink dates, shopping sprees, charity galas. But when she was 38 years old, she had a failed marriage. She had a series of miscarriages and um, a still blistering breakup. She began to suffer from extreme anxiety. And she came to the realization that no amount of Botox could fill the hole in her heart. So she decided to make the impulse purchase of a lifetime. And she bought a farm in the middle of nowhere, Mississippi. (laughs) That is awesome. So it says suddenly responsible for more than 75 animals and five acres of land. And with only one ball bar of cell services, Jake begins her search for inner peace. She learns to fix a well, haul wood, shoot a gun, care for baby chickens, goats, turkeys, geese, dogs, and a cat. Um, And I just, I'm really, she's going to come on an episode with us. I can't wait. So I'm going to get, yes. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. Like it's not available. Um, it's not available for free, like on 
Kindle. There is an audio book. It's like one credit if you have Audible mm-hmm. um, or you can buy the book. I'm going to go ahead and buy the book because I feel you like know her. it's going to be worth it. I know her um, and she, I'm so excited to have her come onto the podcast. And here's what I think is going to be really cool is getting to know the new, the new Jake who lives on a farm in Mississippi. Um, from who you knew way back when. Yes, because yes, I think it will be interesting. Cool. She was, I met her in a bathroom at a bar. That's like, a literally way to meet we a friend. made friends. Mm-hmm. We made, we became friends in a bathroom. Like Aww. in a bar. I can't wait to meet her. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, one last thing real quick, because it is Valentine's Day, which is a, a love hate situation for a lot of people. Mm, yeah. Um, so these are some <laughs> weird Valentine's Day traditions around the world. I thought okay. we could share a couple All and right. then call it quits today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm laughing because one Valentine's Day, my cousin and I, my best friend cousin and I, I planned this like kick ass fuck guys, screw them all. We're Mm going to have like, we're going to do something epic. I mean, I don't even know if it was epic, but like we were like, screw them. I think we had a nice dinner planned that we were going to go to and we were going to, what else? Like maybe we were going to see a movie or something. And then (laughs) Matt Richards, (laughs) who was like one of my on again, off again flames. Um, called me and was like, hey, what are you doing? And I dumped her to go out with him. Oh, how'd that go I'm over? Ass. Uh, she was none too pleased with me. But she did admit that she would do the same thing. Yeah, I probably would have too. So, yeah. I've dressed in black before, like right after my divorce. That was my thing. Um, all right. So this is weird shit around the world. Okay, tell me. I think Valentine's Day kind of puts some pressure on people. So here are five strange traditions that got our attention, that got this this author's attention or whatever. Um, In Wales, it's not about who's the big spoon or the little spoon. It's about who receives the most intricately carved wooden spoon on Valentine's Day. That's kind of weird. Um, That's weird. So basically, in the old days, young men would take their time fashioning spoons for the women they loved. Their carving skills signified how disciplined they could be. And how handy they were with things around the house. I mean, are you seeing like a like double entendre, like in everything yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah. If a woman accepted a spoon, that usually meant they were opening themselves up <laughs> to be wooed. Oh my God. All right. So Japan. No, they they do. They be. I'm just looking into looking into it. So this is kind of interesting. In Japan, it's the woman who gives the men chocolate. Um, that's oh. not the weird part. There are up to five kinds of chocolate they can give according to specific parameters from. Honmei Chaco, the fancy schmancy chocolate you give to the object of your affection. Giri Choco is known as obligation chocolate. As the name suggests, it is given to the men you're not romantically inclined towards, but feel socially pressured to give a present to, such as a boss or coworker. Mm. Um, it's a lesser quality chocolate. Then there's Tomo Choco, which you give to your platonic and single friends. And then there's Hibun Chaco, which you gift yourself for a little self-love, and Gayaku Chaco, or reverse chocolate, which men give to women a month later on a day dubbed White Day. That is, wow. I don't know. In South Korea, they give white lingerie and black bean noodles. What? Black bean noodles? Mm -hmm. 
Just like in Japan and South Korea, it's also the women who take charge in giving gifts to the men, particularly chocolate. A month later, on March 14th, it's also the men's turn to give their ladies gifts on the special day known as White Day, with the gifts traditionally having to be white, be it a bar of white chocolate or white lingerie. But it doesn't end there. A month after that, they keep this keeps going. April 14th, it's the singles' turn. Called Black Day, the special day is spent on singles by singles eating black bean noodles with their fellow single friends. Naturally, they do this all while wearing head to toe black. That's um, more my style. It's just it's a lot of attention to either being single or being with people you don't really want to be around to give like some shitty chocolate to somebody because you feel pressured. That happens anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what like, happens I'd really now. Rather- I'd rather just buy my own chocolate and parents, you don't need to don't send your child Valentine's Day parties, please. Oh, well, or don't even send them in with like a box of subpar chocolates for me. I'd, I'd rather not. And can we do away with elementary school Valentine's Day parties? Oh, what? Well, when they pass out the little Valentines, we don't really have parties any. We didn't really have parties anymore, but we did have to make sure we had time. But I will tell you, in Omaha, people take Valentine's Day boxes to the next level. Like, oh my heavens! I will have to ask and share some of the um valentine's day boxes that i see posted this year from what do you mean boxes? Like my friends so in, okay so like in elementary school wherever else i've taught besides omaha like literally you give a kid a paper bag and they decorate it and that's where everybody puts their oh right their valentines in mm-hmm. but in omaha and i don't know why and it may be a midwest thing it may be in nebraska i don't know they bring in the most elaborate boxes for their Valentine's Day, um, for their Valentine's Day goodies to go into. So the parents uh, obviously. So do this. the kids and parents, but mainly the parents, make them at home, and they are over the top. I am going to actually. I'm going to post on Facebook. That's where most of those friends are at. Like parents so that I became friends share. with. I'd love to see it. I am. I would. I will definitely share some of these Valentine's Day boxes because they are amazing and over the top. Like you've never seen such attention to detail. So I'm going to ask. Well, maybe those parents could put more more energy into like su- you know um, supporting their kids' teachers. I will <laughs> say though that literally in the Midwest, I never felt as attacked by parents as I have. Okay, in Nebraska. That's, that's good to know. So. Um, Especially Florida. Oh, yeah. What the hell is happening Overall. in Florida? What the hell, man? Yeah, I don't know. Florida is rough. No, uh, today, maybe we do need a rant us about DeSantis part two, but not now. No. Well, everybody stay twisted, and uh, we'd like some feedback. If you haven't listened to the episode that was released yesterday, then then please do, do and then give us some feedback. In Geneva, we... we best wishes, we babe. Yeah, best wishes, and uh, yeah. Get your copy of Daffodil Hill. Yes, yes. Actually, I'm going to do that, too. All right. Yep. All right. Stay twisted. Stay twisted.